0: Just go. Hi, this is Eileen Perez. You're listening to the CBH
1: podcast.
0: What's My name is Jonas. I'm the yes.
1: Thanks for all you've
0: shown us. Sometimes you just gotta go. You know, sometimes I'm sitting here and I'm like, all right, let's go podcast Thursday. Let's go. Come on, come on, come on. I'm like, oh, what am I going to talk about? Some days I have plenty to say, and some days I'm not real sure. And the days I'm not real sure are the times I just need to start it. You got to just start. Uh, More is lost by indecision than by wrong decision. Just go. Jeez. It's a huge thing. I can't... Hesitating makes me nuts, whether it's me or somebody else. I just like, just (laughs) make make a decision and then make it right. Don't <laughs> people people struggle with trying to figure out what's the right decision? Oh, what's the right choice? What's the right choice? Just make a choice and then make that one right. I I I think that's the six, the key to success. <laughs> Just go plow ahead, keep showing up, keep showing up, <laughs> plow ahead. I'm plowing ahead right now. Oh, I was moving slow this morning. We had another figaro last night and and uh <laughs> It's a it's a challenge. It's a physical challenge for me. Um, it's not. I'm just I'm like running. It's so high energy. There's running and jumping and crawling. The worst thing I have to do in this show is I crawl. Oh man, that's. Um, I'm not good at crawling across the stage. <laughs> I, initially, they wanted me to do like an army crawl, like on your belly and just like dragging myself across the floor on my elbows. <laughs> I'm six foot four and uh, about two hundred and fifty pounds. It's not a pretty sight. Nobody wants to see me army crawl across the stage. I'm wearing a a light blue tuxedo. Uh, it's not, if we're trying to hide, we're not doing a great job of it. And so, and so I I nixed that idea. I don't army crawl and now. I just crawl. I mean, I just you know on all fours, kind of like crawling and dragging this camera across the stage. You have to see it to understand but uh, it's odd how physical this show is for me. I'm, I'm on the floor quite a bit. Uh, I sing laying down, I sit, I sing, uh, sitting down. There's a lot of this. And then, and then, but you know, it's, it's set up for success. You know, often we're right at the footlights. You, you, um, we can be seen and heard, but, but there are, there are physical things that need to happen. And, um, I think it's working the crowd last night for a Wednesday night. It was a superb audience now you people listening that show up on wednesday night we we begin not thinking much of you <laughs> and a 7:30 start on a 4-hour show i i think there's a lot of people in the crowd checking their watches they got to get to work on thursday so there there's um you know an element of of uh tired they're tired you know like all of it but last night uh there was a little bit of extra magic and and um the audience was awesome they were we had them and, and it was probably the the best uh, sextet reaction from the crowd I can remember. I mean, the the laughs were big. The whole place was laughing hard, and we, I feed off of that. I love it. When I feel like the audience is laughing, and we've got them, and they're looking at the right thing at the right time, at the right reaction, at the right cue, uh, boy, there's just a little bit of magic in that, and that's very energizing of it. Boy, by the time I uh, finish my third aria in Act Four, and I don't get a chance to come off stage, I know I mentioned that I'm I am just dripping sweat, and I'm I'm typically not uh, somebody who sweats in the show, and in Figaro I'm sweating the whole night. This is like real aerobic work. <laughs> All young singers think that Mozart's easy. <laughs> Probably because they're young. And if you want to stay healthy, you got to keep singing Mozart. You know, one of my my heroes, Ferruccio Furlanetto, was singing Mozart. I mean, uh, I mean, even to this day, he sang he sang uh, Così Fantute uh, just a couple couple weeks back. Really, um, you know, he sang all the major Verdi bass roles, all of them, all of them, and and few people did it as well as he did. And he would mix. He would sing Philip one time, and then he would sing uh, uh, Leporello the next time. And then he would sing Sylvan the next time. And, and after that he'd, he'd go back and, and sing, um, uh, uh, Figaro, you know, it's, he, he kept the, the healthy rotation, which is something I'm, I'm, uh, very, uh, acutely aware of. And I do it too. I, I'm, I gotta mix in the Mozart. It just keeps you healthy. But the physical aspect of these roles is, uh, <laughs> I'm not an old man, but I'm 42, almost 43. And, and, um, uh, Am I forty three? I don't know. I was born in nineteen seventy eight. You figured out. Um, one of those numbers. But either way, uh when the when the curtain comes down, I just go, Oh, thank God. <laughs> you know, some of those long Wagner nights where you're just standing there singing all night, you think that's exhausting. But you know, you're just standing. <laughs> Uh, and there I am singing Mozart, which, which in in theory should be in uh, um, a relaxing evening. Vocally is anything but. You know, I'm just uh, locked in the whole night and and running around like a teenager, trying trying to convey some youthful exuberance. <laughs> I told you that the Count, who's 62, and that's old for you know the character of the Count. It's not old for somebody to sing it, but it's old for the character of the Count and uh you know jerry and i look like brothers we (laughs) and i'm gonna say it's because he looks young not because i look 62 i have looked 42 my whole life and i'm just now catching up uh but but i think jerry has looked 42 for (laughs) for the last 20 years oh man but he's i mean he's doing plenty of his own there's lots of running we're all running in this show i go why are we running so much (laughs) these are luxurious problems to have right but um, I don't know. I don't think my father ran anywhere at work. <laughs> not when he was forty-two. <laughs> I I need to. I actually I, I really think that I need to stop talking about it because it's sort of a a self fulfilling prophecy where I keep um, complaining about this. And it's not complaining, but but I keep um, I'm aware I'm aware of it, and I think that I put in as much energy as I have into the show. I, I know I am because I'm I'm going through my suit. And and um, you know I I I can show up, but when the when the thing is done, I'm dead. And uh, last night I avoided the stage door altogether. It was after midnight, and uh, I I couldn't um, I <laughs> I couldn't bring myself uh, uh, to do it. There is an alternate way out of the building. Uh, I won't tell you where that is, but there is an alternate way out of the building which avoids the stage door. And um, you know there there are lots of different reasons that people use it and. And very occasionally, I will allow myself to do that too, uh, just because I was done. I was absolutely done. It was time for bed, <laughs> and by bed, I mean come home and then be awake for four more hours because I can't turn it off. But that's a whole other thing, you know. I don't sleep to begin with, and then you then you come up with the with the excitement of a show, and then and, and uh, it's easy for me to just keep running it over and over and over again. But today's been a been a good lazy morning, I think. Yeah. But uh, I, was, I was reminded by a, a colleague today who's going to join me in Rake's Progress that we are now, today, three weeks from the start. And uh, I actually felt better. I, I, I hadn't been checking how many days. I, just stopped, um, I stopped torturing myself with how many days until we begin. But, but just hearing that it's like three weeks from today, I felt pretty good about it. And I'm going to go in and have a, uh, a couple-hour coaching today um, with a young coach I've worked a little bit with uh but i quickly found out how uh, amazing he was and his name's john arita and uh, he's over at juilliard and he prepares lots of lots of uh, met singers for lots of things and and um i was introduced to him by a by a by a friend and and um yeah, awesome just awesome all you young singers get to new york find yourself john arita he's he's the one you want to see and and my god anybody who who is excited to coach stravinsky is okay with me <laughs> I, it's harder and harder to find good coaches. Um, when I, when I was starting and I was young, there was a group that you could call. There was like five guys you could call and you could get their time and, and they were, they were excited to work with you. And it, it's kind of lacking. When I was coaching Don Giovanni, I remember uh, a couple months back trying to find a coach in New York in December and January to go through Giovanni was all but impossible. I think I went through five or six before I found somebody that could show up and play for me. Um, listen, to you young penis, get in there. There's <laughs> a lot of singers who would like to give you a lot of money. Learn some rep and make yourself available uh, because we're, we're we're all fighting for this. And and we have a, we have a problem at the Met in that um, nobody without a contract can get in the building. It's a, it's a COVID restriction, and you know how these restrictions go. It's it's easy to put them into place and impossible to get them off. And, and so nobody's coming in the building that doesn't have a contract. Where before, you could bring a coach in and get a room and get your work done. And the Met has an amazing staff, too. But if they don't have anybody on staff who's ready to coach whatever you're working on, you got to get your work done elsewhere. And, um, um, you know, Rake's Progress is just specialized enough. You need somebody who knows exactly what they're doing and, and to, to point out where the pitfalls are or point out where you find your note or make sure you are aware of this tempo change and that thing and this and that and this and that and um this this score this score which is when it's open i've got it when i'm looking at the music i've got it and that's that's always a, a a benchmark when you're memorizing um and learning something it's like okay all right at this point i can begin to close the score you know you know your music you just need to start the the memorizing time needs to now turn over into into um into your dna and that step is taking a lot longer with this um I, uh, it, it's all recognizable. I know where I am. I know what's happening. I know what's coming next. But as far as hitting the the entrance, hitting the pitch in the middle of an ensemble, it's, it's taking a lot more time. It's uh, surprisingly more difficult than I than I thought it was going to be. Uh, you know, unfortunately, it's in English, so I don't I don't have that uh, hurdle to jump. But at the same time, uh, you know, English wasn't Stravinsky's first language, and so there's plenty of things where the stress is just off. The stress of the word is off, or you're you're making an interval jump up on a word that 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 doesn't you know have a, a stress on the second syllable, and so I'm, I just bored myself. I just completely bored myself. Why do you care? I'm just. <laughs> this is how I explain to people why it's difficult. But who cares? Who cares? <laughs> this is a short opera, but you need to give it. Uh, you know, it needs sixty hours. Um, of just you and it before, before you feel like you've, you've accomplished anything. And you know, that's usually, usually by 40 hours, me and a score and 40 hours, I feel like I could do it. And, and this is, this is more like 60 now when I, when I kind of, you know, estimate my time on how much I've worked on it. It's going in, it's going in three weeks. Golda told me it was going to be three weeks. So I'm, I'm feeling better about that. Uh, for those of you who are interested, tonight on Sirius Satellite Radio, there's they're gonna uh, broadcast the uh, Eugene Onegin starring the incredible Eileen Perez. And uh, during the um, intermission, I'll be the um, I'll be interviewed. I really don't know what about you know just Figaro, life CVH podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out the CVH podcast tonight. I hope <laughs> for all of you listening, I'm gonna give a shout out to the to the to the podcast tonight. And I told you, I'm, I'm getting podcast uh, uh, reminders at the stage door all the time. I got listeners. This is a thing. If only I could monetize the 25,000 of you, <laughs> which I never will. I promise. I never will. I'm not here. I'm, there's no money in this. And uh, I have no intention of uh, ever selling out. Although I did uh, you know, clearly plug my buddy's book uh, yesterday, uh, Alex Schrader's um, uh, Carmen uh, Illustrated Novel comic book. And, uh, uh, I did plug that, but I, I actually think that that's an amazing thing that should be checked out for sure. So those of you who are interested, I'll be, um, I'll be doing the uh, interview on Sirius tonight. So fancy, just so fancy. We've only got, uh, two Figaro's left and then I'm going to go home for a week and then I'm going to be right back and, and, um, uh, get this, get this thing underway. You know, it was a, it was a, um, a dream of mine. I've told this story before, but, um. Uh, I was in the Met competition in 2003, which just sounds like a long time ago. And um, um, part of of being invited to the finals was that we were in the Opera House for almost two weeks. Uh, you know, one week leading up to the semifinals, and then an, and then those who passed on got another week leading up to the finals. And so for two weeks at the age of 24, I had an ID card to the Met and um, it it gave me free roam of the building. You know, we were encouraged. Go, stick your head in, in a rehearsal. If the door's open, go in, sit down, be quiet, don't say anything, just observe or go into the theater, see the dress rehearsal. We, we were really encouraged back then to just take advantage. And I, and I was uh, insane. I would show up at 10 o'clock and I would stay until 5. You know, at the Met, they generally, back then anyway, they didn't rehearse past 5 or 5.30. Uh, and so I would I would just go all day. I'd have, I'd have my lunch in the canteen and I would just go all day and take it all in. And, um, I, I remember one of the, one of those days, I forget which week, but, uh, Rake's Progress was being prepared, uh, on sea level in in the big room. And, um, I looked in the door and there was, uh, there was Sam Raimi and Paul Groves and Don Upshaw and, and, uh, Maestro Levine. And, um, you know, there they were working on it, and, and they were having a hard time. I, I remember uh, uh, Sam had his score open on the desk, and he was referring to it quite a bit. And, um, you know, he had done it a bunch up until that point. He had recorded it a couple times. He had done it all over the world, and still he had that score open, and he was reminding himself of it. And so I, I remember that uh, or try to remind myself of that when I'm having my own struggles, uh, uh, putting this into my brain, like, look, this may never be done. This may be one of those operas that you're always trying to get better. You know, one of those, you're, you're probably not going to come off stage and feel a hundred percent satisfied, you know, and you might aim for 85 or 90%. And, and that might be, that might have to be good enough. Uh, one of those things. And, and we're selling old English, you know, uh, Stravinsky's, First language wasn't English like I said and, and so there, there's there's um, some odd stresses. and so when, when that's happening that you know, it's very easy to memorize English, right? It's just I know the sentence it's not it's not something that takes a second for me to translate you know in real time. it's it's just right there. but when you're dealing in old English and then you're dealing with somebody who's setting English that wasn't their first language, there are there are odd moments where the stress doesn't quite work. And in that moment, you can forget your text. You go. Wait a second. That's not right. That's not right. And then there's some old English words and stuff that that um, that are going to be a hard sell. I think. I you know I I I I have not done a lot in English, but I've done enough to know that my English diction in the theater is good, and um, uh, it better be real good when you're when you're working on something that has some archaic language in it. But, you know, every language we sing in is archaic, right? You know, it, 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 the, the, the phrases that you hear and handle are not the way people speak in Italian now. Uh, that's just, um, you know, you're dealing with words that people don't use anymore. The English language 200 years ago or 100 years ago or 80 years ago when this, when this was written um, are different. 80 years? I might be making that up. It doesn't matter. Thursday, April 14th. Moving along. Lots of stuff going on. I love you for listening. Everybody, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you on Monday. All right, thanks. Bye. This
1: is the first day of my life. Swear I was born right in the doorway. I went out in the rain, suddenly everything changed. They're spreading blankets on the beach. Yours is the first face that I saw I think I was blind before I met you And I don't know where I am, I don't know where I've been But I know where I want to go And so I thought I'd let you know Yeah, these things take forever, I especially am slow But I realized that I need you And I wondered if I could come home Mm -hmm. Remember the time you drove all night Just to meet me in the morning And I thought it was strange you said everything changed you felt as if you just woke up And you said, this is the first day of my life I'm glad I didn't die before I met you But now I don't care, I could go anywhere with you And I'd probably be happy So if you wanna be with me things there's no telling. We just have to wait and see. But I'd rather be working for a paycheck than waiting to win the lottery. Uh Mm -hmm. Besides, maybe this time is different. I mean, I really think you like me.